Hi, and welcome to the Stripology Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy, experienced dancer, mindset and strategy coach, and founder of the Industry Academy. This industry completely transformed my life, and I've coached hundreds of women to do the same. Through my signature framework of sales, mindset, and confidence, I help dancers of all experience levels who are inspired to master their craft and maximize their income. In this podcast, I will share with you my personal journey and the skills I learned that helped me to lift my financial ceiling, cultivate confidence, and quadruple my income on a consistent basis. Thank you so much for being here. Let's get into it. If I asked you to dance. Hello, and how are you going today? Um... My name is Wendy. I am the host of this Tripology podcast. And I woke up this morning, <clears throat> excuse me, with a just like the idea to record this podcast episode, the topic um, in my head, ready to go. And I know that every time this happens, um, if I share a piece of content or something that just like strikes me inspirationally, I know it's for someone out there. So I hope you enjoy this episode. This is one of my favorite topics. I've talked about it a lot before. And in fact, it is one of the modules in the Industry Academy. So the module is called Persistence Pays. And persistence is one of the biggest key um, points in sales that we can often skip over due to feeling uncomfortable. So I've talked about a lot of the reasons why persistence is so important and the fact that persistence does pay. It always increases our earnings if we're able to persist. Um, because, you know, on average, statistically, in in-person sales, people need um, up to five suggestions before they statistically agree to, you know, want to do something or see the benefits right um there's so many reasons why we do need to persist often we simply don't have enough information from the customer if we do our hustle and we accept the first no um way back in one of my earlier episodes I talk about objection handling and what we can do when we get the nose and different ways of troubleshooting the nose. And in fact, you know, looking forward to those nose because they actually help our hustle. So a lot of the time, a no can feel uncomfortable. And I want to call, I am calling this episode, the art of persistence. So it's not just about why persistence is so important, because it is. It's how do we do it? How do we do it comfortably? How do we do it in a way that doesn't come across as desperate, that doesn't have us feeling desperate or have us feeling pushy or have us feeling uncomfortable? That is the art of persistence, being able to persist through any uncomfortable processes that come up for us. So there's been a bit of a theme lately in my coaching and, you know, in my content a little bit, um, you know, talking about like those thoughts, those self-doubting thoughts, or when we question, you know, what we're about to say or how to close a sale, 
all of those things. And so this can come up even more strongly when we are met with a no or a flaky excuse as to why they're not ready for a dance and then where to go from there. What do we say? How do we navigate that? And how do we troubleshoot it? So some key points that I've talked about lately, obviously, are focusing on the person because sales in a nutshell, when we whittle it all the way down, it's just meeting someone's needs. It's having the service that um, is wanted, right? And so when we're met with no's or excuses, like maybe later, I'm just going to finish my drink, all of the typical ones that we hear time and time again. And I'm saying when, because it's going to come up. Yes, we can have so many nights where we don't even hear no. I've had so many nights like that where I'm just like, wow, that was so flowy. That was so easy. Um, and getting a 100% strike rate from my customers that I speak to, converting them into getting a lap dance. But it does take persistence. We are going to hear some of those flaky excuses and some of those straight out no's. Okay, so a really good thing to look out for for ourselves when we're met with those situations, how do we feel and what do we tell ourselves? Um, some common things that can come up are we can panic, we can become blank in the mind, um, really not know what to say, where to go from there, start doubting um, whether or not we're sounding pushy, whether or not, you know, like I was saying before, sounding desperate or putting any of those messages, messages across. So the number one thing to um, sort of, the antidote to that, obviously, like I've been talking about is getting out of our own heads and finding out what the customer's wanting and meeting them with that solution. Okay. So that is the key to sales. You want this, I've got this, you're going to pay for this and I'm going to do this. Okay, cool. Done. So when that's not happening in that flow, we still can maintain control of the situation. So a no or a flaky excuse is simply an invitation to find out more information, as I always bang on about. It's not a no, it's just you need to find out more information so you can help troubleshoot. But I want to go a layer deeper in this episode and talk about, um, sorry, my phone just put it on silent. Um, yeah, so when we've done a bit of troubleshooting, you know, um, really taking note of like, how am I feeling in this situation? We also need to ask ourselves, um, have I showcased to this customer that I can provide the goods that they're after? Because oftentimes we might know wholeheartedly, okay, cool, I know I'm a fantastic entertainer. I know I'm a good conversationalist. I know I can be a good listener for you, you know, all of the things that our customers come in for. I know how to connect with people. But if they're not getting the sense of that, then there's going to be a hole in our hustle. So really, when we're met with these no's and when it's time to persist, it's not only what can I say, we really need to also you know, like I keep mentioning, get out of our heads, get into the heads of the customers and really work out what it is that they're wanting. Okay, even if that's understood, it's one thing to tell them that, but it's another thing to showcase it. So really be willing when you're persisting to come in from different angles 
to make sure that the customer knows that you have what it takes to cater for whatever their needs are. Because sometimes a little piece of doubt in their mind is enough for them to say no and enough for them to start thinking, mm, you know, maybe someone else can entertain me or whatever it is. Again, like I always say, it doesn't matter what that is. It's none of our business. And it's a great idea to never ask why because we're either going to hear a lie or we're going to hear something that we don't want to hear. So we do it more covertly. And so, for example, if we have a customer that isn't giving us much information verbally and we've tried the sexy tactic, you know, we've tried the, um, you know, all the all the naughty words and, you know, giving them visual ideas like, you know, I'm, you know, whatever, describing the lap dance or how sexy it's going to be or how much they're going to get turned on or whatever it is. If they're not biting with that, it's time to change tactic. It's time to do a little, um, you know, direction shift and showcase a different side of you, a different side of what you have to offer. Because I know that we're all multifaceted, but if we come in with the same angle every time, we're going to have a smaller pool of customers that want to have dances with us. So someone might not be about that. That's generally what people are enticed by, but sometimes, you know, they might not be about that. They might want to just really have a deep connection with someone that they want to feel seen and heard. And so if we're focusing on the wrong thing and they're just not feeling seen and heard, then we're not going to be the key to that lock, you know. So persistence is definitely an art and it's an art that stems from compassion. It's not a, an art that stems from trying to get, um, trying to deceive, you know, trying to be pushy, trying to be arrogant, all of those things. But if we come from a place of compassion for this customer, and that is a practice, um, but really, when I say compassion, really having that, that tapping into like, what are the needs that this person wants to have met you know um and can I be compassionate about that can I really observe that can I hold space for that can I work that out can I investigate more deeply using you know seemingly normal questions normal conversation but picking up clues as we go and then showcasing back to that customer cool I can I can be there for you. I can do this for you. You know, I can entertain you in the way or spend time with you in the way that you're needing at the moment. And so we need to feel comfortable in order to be able to persist. Um, and so, yeah, a really good key sign if we're having difficulty persisting, um, if we're feeling anxious, if we're getting in our own heads, um, then a no or a wishy-washy excuse almost feels like a relief if we're really feeling you know that bit insecure um and we're not focused on the customer and and their needs at heart then that is felt and then we can start just taking those wishy-washy excuses and being like oh thank god I need to get out of here like you know what I mean I'm feeling uncomfortable this customer's giving me no answers I don't know what else to say 
uh, this is getting really awkward and now I want to get the fuck away from here because I'm overthinking the situation now and yeah, they want to get another drink. Okay, cool. Enjoy your drink. Okay, bye. You know, and really using it as like, it's a beacon to look at why do I need that validation from the customer to feel comfortable enough to be able to persist because sometimes we, I've worked with a lot of clients and I've also had this experience myself where if we're not being met with someone that seems really interested in us or, you know, they're asking us for a dance or they're giving us clues as to why they want to spend their money, of course, it's always easy to sell in that situation because we have reassurance. So we need to get past that and not rely on external validation and reassurance and come to a place where we feel completely comfortable in searching for what it is that is going to be the yes from this customer. So that does come with practice, but it also comes with um, observation, a really open mind, a willingness to pivot, a willingness to be versatile, and a willingness to really look at the point of view of the customer um, and really try and put ourselves in their shoes and see, okay, these angles aren't working. What potentially is this person needing right now? Um, and coming in from, you know, in an investigatory kind of point of view. Um, so I've talked, like I said before, about troubleshooting. So if if we meet their um, excuses head on, so, you know, I want to finish this drink. Okay, cool. Well, you know, I, I, I have a great suggestion for you. How about you come and finish that drink while I get nice and naked for you? It's going to taste even more sweet or something like that, for example. That's troubleshooting. But when we go a layer deeper and we really want to connect with the customer and find out, okay, what is going on for you? Um, they're a warm lead. They're in a strip club. They've paid to be in there. And so oftentimes, again, statistically, maybe the customer needs that reassurance that you're not just going to do a quick hustle, try and get the money and write them off as like another number because they're potentially not going to feel special from that, you know. So really taking that time and that genuine compassion and that genuine um, uh, intention to find out how you can best entertain them, that's going to be felt. And that also takes the pressure off persisting because you're simply trying to help here. You're simply wanting to, as I always say, give the customer the best experience possible. And if we're not persisting, then that's almost verbally or um, by our actions saying to them, I'm not really going to try here with you because I don't see the point and someone else is going to be better for me. So just as we have sensitive reactions to the um, feedback that we get from our customers, they also potentially have sensitive feedback, um, sensitivity around the feedback that they receive from us. And so persistence, if you are worried about feeling pushy or feeling uncomfortable persisting, a little like mindset shift that you can practice is letting yourself know that this is merely another thing that we can do to help our customers feel special. And feeling special in sales is a huge um, strong point. 
And so that can really help us to start practicing being comfortable with persisting. We will definitely see more money coming our way when we're comfortable and persisting. And then, like I said, it's coming from a place of, you know, I want to show this person that I'm not just in it for the money. I want to show them that I am the I am the dancer that is going to make sure that they have an amazing night. And I'm going to take, you know, that that thought and that effort to let them know that um, I'm willing to do that and that I'm going to do that and that they, you know, they have my under, undivided attention and it allows us to dig more deeply with the customer to start painting that clear picture around, you know, how we can best serve them. Now, persistence, um, you know, there might just be a key thing that helps get someone over the line in wanting a dance and it's going to be different for everybody. So if we do a complete hustle, like I always talk about, a complete hustle can be done quickly um, when we get really refined and when we get really efficient and accurate and observant and, you know, learn to take all of the information on board to paint that picture. But a complete hustle means that we can also um, step away knowing exactly where that person is at and potentially what they're after and potentially whether or not they need more time, whether or not they are likely never going to have a dance or at least not for, you know, a couple of hours. Um, but we definitely have the ability to get to the point where we can look at, okay, do we persist? How far and how broadly do we need to persist? And when is a good time to exit? So these are all things that we go into so deeply in the industry academy. And sometimes it's these small tweaks that help us to just earn so much more money time and time again, more consistently. So really having that broader scope and that deeper understanding of, you know, what it takes to really get people over the line when it comes to sales, um, when it comes to allowing our customers to um, trust us, have a good time with us. It's all the whole picture that we put across as well. It's not just what we say or what we do with our actions. It's like the whole picture coming all the way back down to our intention. Um, and so I really challenge you if you um, notice that you do struggle with persisting or you feel clunky with your persisting or your persisting simply isn't working or you're doing it but you're not quite sure like where it's going or what to do with it, um, then I encourage you to really practice with that. And I just want to put the reminder out that next Wednesday on the 24th, we start the next round of the Industry Academy. And this is a small snippet of one of the modules um, that we dive into. So it is a really holistic approach to the hustle. Um, it has amazing feedback. It's a three-month container and it really dives into the psychology um, of the hustle as well as a lot of personal development work as well um, because it's always a two-way street. So there's so much to work through. I'm really excited. There's a beautiful group already from around the world. And um, yeah, we do fortnightly live calls and it's a fascinating course. And if it's something that you're interested in, please reach out or go ahead and um, uh, hit the link that's going to be in the notes. Um, yeah, so I hope this topic inspired you. I hope this topic um, opened, you know, your eyes to a few things. 
And I really encourage you to practice that persistence minimum three times. You're going to see results. And if you're noticing that you feel relieved when people say no secretly on a deep down level, then I really want to share with you that um, there's a lot to be said about that, you know. So it definitely comes down to so many different topics that we work through and um, identify where it is that is not allowing ourselves to persist when we need to, um, that we're essentially leaving money on the table and really working through that and just making sure that the whole entire hustle is seamless and iron out any creases so it can make our work easier. Obviously, my intention for everything that I do is to see everyone in the industry flourish, feel confident and have more ease with the work that we do because there is a lot of difficulty with the work that we do. Um, so we can do so many things to make it more easeful, more enjoyable for not only us, but our customers and our bank accounts as well. So um, if this was helpful, please share it. I love to hear any feedback from you. Um, let me know if you have any questions. Let me know if you enjoyed this episode and please do all the things like like, share, subscribe, all of that stuff. It just helps to reach um, wider audiences that might be wanting to hear these topics as well. Okay, have a beautiful week and I'll see you next time.